0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Stephen Young with the Young Realty Podcast. And this week, we're talking about an acquisition property of our own. It is a junior one bedroom in downtown Toronto. It's about 450 square feet. It's cash flow positive. But I'm going to talk to you this week about how we bought for very little money down. And it's going to have cash flow positive with high returns. And um, yeah, that's what this week's episode is about. So when it comes to uh, condominium uh, cash flow properties, especially in tr- downtown Toronto, they are few and far between. Now, I am also not a very typical investor uh, when it comes to condominium properties, namely because they're hard to find that are cash flow positive, but also because I don't like uh, the pre-construction market necessarily because when the, high, the, the closing fees are astronomically high as well as the length of time for the return on the investment is way too long. So how I do it is uh, part of the topics I want to talk to you about today. Uh, and this is more of a case study as well. And um, so when it comes to pre-construction condominiums, now typically the process works as follows. So you'll you'll go to a, a sales center, you'll put down a deposit. It's generally 20%, especially in Toronto. Some places is higher, some places lower uh that money sits there for three years four years five years even longer There's a building across the street from my office here's 10 years in the making before the investors saw a return on their investment those timelines do not work in my world i need short compressed windows of opportunity so the only thing i buy pre-construction is as follows one obviously because it's a super speculative uh, environment and i don't speculate uh, to a degree where i don't know the outcome of the property um, so pre-construction companies too speculative, meaning that when I buy it today, I don't know the value when I get it in three years or four years. I don't know what the market's gonna be doing. And I don't know if it's gonna be cash flowing because I won't know what the rent is. Now in hindsight and in, in uh, you know past histories, generally the prices go up over time and generally the rents go up over time. But look at this market we're in now. We're in 2020 in the midst of a pandemic and rents have gone down astronomically in Toronto. They have gone, I've seen as low as $600 per month off rents, off normalized rents, and uh, the average is probably in that sort of like 350 to 400 range off the normal market rent. So those are something I don't wanna deal with. So historically, yes, rents generally do go up over time. However, um, it's not always the case and we're in that case right now. So reason why speculation doesn't work and reason why I don't like it and don't necessarily recommend it all the time uh, is just because I don't know if there's going to be another pandemic in three years or four years or five years when i get this investment property so how i do it is as follows so i if i'm going to speculate it has to most pre-construction condos in my uh, portfolio make up between five and ten percent of the overall value of the, of the portfolio why i don't like going above that threshold is because it's pure speculation it's <laughs> excuse me i don't know when the money is coming back. I don't know when the return's gonna be there. I don't know what the market's doing, so it's too risky for me. Um, Some people don't mind it. Some people are buying one or two properties. It's probably a good way to invest, but for me, that's not how I invest in real estate. so that's one aspect of it. And two is I, I generally um, I can find I can always find a better deal on the current market, always. And you know, if a pre-construction condo is selling at let's say it's twelve hundred dollars a square foot and the average market in Toronto right now is about a thousand dollars a square foot, if you buy a thousand dollars a square foot, it will most likely appreciate over time to twelve hundred dollars a square foot. So you're making that two hundred dollars a square foot buffer over time, where you're not making that in the pre-construction world. It's already sort of built into the profits of these uh, builders pricing points because they're predicting what the prices will be in a few years from now so that I don't like there's a lot of aspects I don't like but what I do like about them is it's there's no headaches whatsoever Uh, if you have a long time horizon it's incredible for that if you're buying for your kids or grandkids or something in the future where you don't really want a mortgage right now, but you do want to put some money aside and let that grow. It's a fantastic investment for those vehicles. So when I do buy pre-construction, this is, I I don't put more than 5% down. So a lot of builders will give huge incentives right now, especially in COVID. Uh, Most of the projects I'm looking at are all 5% down. Um, which allows me to put a very small amount of money down with the anticipation that the money will appreciate uh, over time. Uh, And if we can get something that's already under construction or about to begin construction, that's my most ideal purchases when it comes to pre-construction condominiums. So what I did with this property, it was two years ago, they were having a sell-off of inventory. Uh, every builder does this. They'll sell off 70, 80, 90% of the building. Uh, they'll do the construction, and then they'll have inventory, five to 10% of the building that they can't sell for whatever reason. Too small, the views are bad, uh, overpriced, whatever the reason. <coughs> Excuse me. They're always stuck with this, this inventory. And every builder, there's none of them are exempt, they have inventory sales all the time. And that's what I look for. I'm always looking for a good deal. Um, so when it came to this property, they were selling it for below what they were selling previously, two years previous to when they were selling the building. Uh, they, they started construction and sales on the building in 2015. I bought this in 2018. So three years after they had started sales, they were selling this at lower than what they were originally selling. They just wanted to get rid of the properties. Uh, 2018 was a good year uh, for the Toronto uh, Downtown Condo Market. So probably things were moving rather uh, rapidly, Uh, but this particular builder just wanted to get rid of inventory. So I picked one up, 5% down. That 5% uh, down represented, it was $21,000 of a down payment, a deposit, sorry. And of that $21,000, they paid me $16,000 in commissions to purchase the property. So my out-of-pocket expenses was about $5,000. Um, to put down on the property to hold a spot, basically to, to control the paperwork that came along with that property. So now fast forward two years later, less than two years later, that property's now finished and built and I'm taking possession of it uh, literally in two days. And the uh, right now the cost per month, this is part of the case study here, so cost per month is $1,718.72 cents per month. So that carries, that covers my mortgage, my taxes, my maintenance and my insurance. so That's what we call the interim occupancy fees. So current market rent is about $1,800 a month for these, these units. Um, it's gonna be challenging in this market, especially in December, to rent out uh, this property, but uh, I am very confident we'll get it done for 1800 bucks a month. In a normalized market, these would go for about $2,100 a month, if not more, uh, depending on inventory. So right now it's cash flow positive $81.80 in a normalized market, which will probably get back to hopefully by late 2021, early 2022, that rent, if it goes back up to $2,100 a month, that's cash flow positive almost $400 per month on a $5,000 investment. So basically I get that back my investment every year uh, in perpetuity. So that just money keeps coming back every single year once uh, rents are more normalized. the point of that is in Toronto and uh, some of the major cities across North America, it's hard to buy condos and pre-construction condos as rental investment properties because of the cash flow issue. Now, what a lot of my clients do, not through my recommendation, but this, this is how they buy it, they they are okay to lose money on the outset knowing that the market's going to depreciate. Um, and that's sort of the big uh feature of condominium investing, rental properties, and when it comes down to it, the appreciation has to factor into the overall investment. So for this particular property, even in today's market where the market's down, it's not ideal. Uh, you know, the pandemic is, is taking hold across the, the city. Uh, rents are like, being hurt, so values of real estate goes down slightly. This same unit uh, just resold on the, on the um, assignment mark for 550,000. So my original purchase price was 401. Uh, its current value is about 550. I put $5,000 of my own money down. And I get to take possession of it this week and get that rent roll coming in. So I'll be cash flow positive from day one. I've got $150,000 of equity uh, built into the property. I only invested $5,000. And uh, come you know, six months, seven, eight months from here, uh, a year from now when the property is uh, officially finished and you need a mortgage on it, Um, I'll just refinance the property, get my money out, uh, plus more, keep the property as a rental property, and just uh, keep building and go from there. So that's how I buy pre-construction condos. That's what I'm buying this week. If I'm buying, I want you buying it as well. Thanks for joining me.